Hello, my name is Ray Montgomery, and I'd like to welcome you to the Navigating Blindness podcast. And on today's show, I have members of our Good Works IT consulting team and several members of the Blinded Veterans Association here just to really talk about our Good Works IT consulting and how it's uh, helped them with their uh, daily um, life and their organization. So I want to start off with you, Mr. Jason Bailey. Uh, Jason, you are the uh, Chief Technical Officer at Bosman Enterprises, correct? That is correct. All right. And how long have you been at Bosman Enterprises? Uh, 14 years full-time and three three plus years as an IT consultant for Bosma beforehand. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. And uh, we also have David Job. David. Good morning or afternoon. Good morning. Good afternoon. Mm-hmm. So David, uh, what is your role at Bosma Enterprises? Uh, I am the, um, one of the Salesforce admins. Um, I assist with the major day-to-day stuff and assisting with our, uh, consulting, uh, stuff. And, um, are there other members of our IT consulting team as well? Or are you guys the main two? Uh, so it really just depends on the services, you know, that we're providing the customers. Uh, we'll bring in different different members of my team, uh, depending on that that consulting opportunity that we have. Uh, a lot of the opportunities we're having right now seem to be a lot of Salesforce work. Uh, so David's being, uh, you know, kind of jumping into that piece. Uh, but we've done uh, other consulting areas where we've had people that are visually impaired helping out. Um, and, you know, completely blind also. All right. And we also have uh, members of the Blinded Veterans Association. Uh, Don, could you tell us what you do at the BVA? Sure, happy to, Ray. Uh, Donald Overton, I am currently serving as the Executive Director for the Blinded Veterans Association. I joined the organization as a member about 30 years ago after sustaining uh, my injuries during Operations Desert Shield and Desert Storm. I was blinded. Uh, while serving with the 82nd Airborne Division. I came to BVA uh, about 18 months ago as a director of government relations, and my predecessor uh, retired uh, as the executive director, and I was asked to step up uh, by the board of directors and was happy to do so. Okay. And uh, Andrea? Hi, um, I'm Andrea. Andrea, sorry, Andrea. Um, And I'm the development coordinator, so I handle a lot of our donation processing and gift acknowledgement and um, database administration. Okay. All right, cool. Well, I'll uh, thank you guys for coming on the podcast today. Um, Jason, I want to start off with you about the Good Works IT. Uh, talk to me about how the Good Works IT consulting came about um, here at Bob Enterprises. Yeah, so our executive team kind of challenged all of us uh, leaders at the organization to try to diversify our portfolio. Um, and just seeing what each of us could actually, you know, come up with or create. Um, always uh, before Bosma, I've always been in the IT consulting arena. Uh, so that kind of really jumped out to me as, uh, you know, a good opportunity, knowing that the talent level that we had, um, you know, in-house and that we could, you know, kind of provide some really good assistance to other organizations, whether it's nonprofits or other, uh, you know, for-profit companies just in that small to medium-sized business with their IT needs. Uh, So kind of started that back in March of 2020, Um, you know, kind of bad timing in the middle of a pandemic or the start of a pandemic and what last year kind of turned into, uh, but actually was a very productive year. Uh, We had some, you know, customers that we brought on uh, did a lot of work for, you know, other organizations. We were able to, you know, help 
people, you know, with some, some of the things that we were wanting to do is get them more experience and skill levels uh, to help with uh, IT, you know, infrastructure or IT uh, backgrounds. Okay. So what all um, does IT consulting, our good work IT consulting consist of? I know we got the uh, database cleaned up and what else did we do? Yeah, so so we're doing um, uh, IT project management. We're doing desktop server support. Um, we do uh, internet uh, network setup, uh, email setup, uh, Salesforce consulting. Uh, we're doing 508 uh, compliance testing, uh, you know, for people's websites. And then one of the the other big one for us is Blind Square uh, install, uh, and that's the indoor navigation systems. Talk, talk to me about 508 compliance. What is 508 compliance and why is that important for businesses to be 508 compliant? Yeah, 508 compliance refers to the accessibility standard uh, established in Section 508 of the Rehabilitation Act of 1973. Uh, you know, that law was basically updated to include requirements about accessibility uh, for software and websites. You know, the purpose of that uh, is to basically have information and resources equal access for those with disabilities. Um, for those, you know, others that didn't have that. Um, not only does it make sense for your website to be compliant, uh, but it also meets those accessibility standards. Um, there's a lot of litigation out there um, and you don't want to be part of that litigation. So it's just, you know, help, having someone help you out to test it with screen readers and making sure that it works for, you know, someone that's blind or visually impaired is just going to be a benefit to you and your organization. Oh, yeah. It's going to definitely increase traffic to your uh, website. It's going to make, you know, uh, consumers want to shop there who may have a disability or may not be able to uh, use a computer. So, I mean, it's a a win-win for both the consumer and the business um, at the end of the day. Because right now, as you know, (laughs) we are living in a virtual world, so we have to access these things. So, Absolutely, Ray. So uh, talk to me uh, about uh, your work with the BVA and how you guys uh, got introduced to the BVA. So we got introduced uh, to the BVA uh, and BVA's had a really good relationship with Bosma over several years. And Don, you can jump in and tell me how many actual years, but um, we got introduced with by Jay Gachet um, and he had worked on a few projects, you know, with them and helped them with some different things. Uh, and they talked about some of the Salesforce issues that they were having. Uh, so Jay did the introduction, um, had several calls with Don and then his team, um, and then was able to, you know, get some get some understanding of what some of their needs were. Uh, I got my team together and was able to, you know, help them out. Okay. And Don and Andre, you can jump in. Um, how, how was uh, Bosma's Good Works IT um, helped you guys in your everyday uh, job? Yeah, and, and I'll I'll take lead on it, Ray. So for us, the relationship with Bosma, to, to Jeff's point earlier, has been longstanding. Uh, you know, Mr. Hasbrook, uh, that's played such an integral role with your organization, was actually our third national uh, president of our organization, which just celebrated its 76th anniversary, uh, actually, this month. So BBA uh, has a long story. Uh, history uh, with Bosma, and it goes back. Uh, I know that uh, Jeff Mittman, your current president and CEO, has been a BVA member, and BVA was there for Jeff during his transition uh, uh, from the military after sustaining his uh, life-threatening injuries 
that he recovered from. So it's been a great relationship. We've, we've done a lot of projects together in advocacy. So it was a natural fit, I think, to Jeff's point earlier. Jay came on uh, board and really helped our board of directors and, and our leadership as the organization began to look towards the future. Uh, what are the next 75 years of the organization look like? And Jay helped guide us through some strategic planning sessions. And as part of that, in modernizing our technology and the systems that we had in place, uh, we went through a process of migrating multiple antiquated systems into the Salesforce system and found ourselves on the other end of a project that went awry. Uh, we didn't have solid leadership. We didn't have good skill sets of individuals that were leading that project at that time. So fortunately, as we identified uh, where we were, uh, Bosmo was well aligned and, and some of the new initiatives that were being put together, it, it was again, a natural fit for us to work together and, and your team with, with Jason, with David at, at the helm really helped guide us through the process of understanding what we were dealing with uh, on the data side, how to begin cleaning the data as well as Andrea joining our team and really mentoring her and helping to build out the skill sets that she already possessed with some other systems, uh, but uh, really beginning to transition her into the effective leader that she's developed into for our organization. So I'll allow Andrea to touch upon really, I think, the integral role that they played uh, in helping her onboard with the organization and address the challenges that she immediately found herself immersed in. Yes, definitely. That's a that's a great way to start it out. Um, David really helped me to feel comfortable in the database. Um, previously in my nonprofit roles um, elsewhere, I had had similar database experience, but I'd never used Salesforce before. So um, coming into it was a learning curve for sure. And immediately off the bat when I was first when I first started out here in December 2019, I think, um, I it just, I, upon logging in, I could tell that we inherited something tremendous and not in a good way. Um, there were just duplicate, met, um, duplicate gift entries, duplicate constituents, accounts, everything. Everything was <laughs> tripled and quadrupled and some people even had 12 accounts. Um, so it was, it was a huge mess. It was very overwhelming to look at. It was impossible to pull any correct data whatsoever. Um, and I believe we started out with around 650,000 constituents in our database. And now we're somewhere around 400,000, which is, it's insane to me. I mean, it's still a huge number, but I mean, the amount with which it has been reduced that I didn't have to singularly do the work by myself. I had help. Um, it's just a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. Um, and David really helped me to learn things that I felt I should have learned um, that definitely weren't as hard as I feared they would be. Um, I am now a master at importing data into our database and that's all because of him. Um, yeah, we just, we, would be so much further behind in our in our work to catch up than we would be without Bosco's help. Cool, cool. David, tell, tell us how you did it, David. Let's go <laughs> right in. How did you uh, help them with the uh, data cleanup? 
the well, I mean, we we sat down and we looked at what they had. Um, the the biggest thing for any time you want to do a data cleanup is to first learn how it's getting you know messed up in the first place. Uh, because if you don't address that, no matter how much cleanup you do, you're just going to be fighting an uphill battle the whole way. Um, so we looked at that, saw that okay, um, some of the imports that we were getting weren't weren't being considered uh, to be checked out first. So we started working on that, making sure that um, the ownership of the imports was taken over. Uh, we implemented uh, IDs um, basically to make sure that um, if it's an account, it has its own specific ID. That way we know if that information is coming back to us, if it's a new account or if we were just updating a previous account. Um, then it's just a matter of going through the data that we had, cleaning it up. We, we had additional support from one of our interns that was super helpful. Um, and then we just, you know, piece by piece, this is what we need to do, making sure that backups were taking place, making sure that um, everybody was comfortable with the process, everybody was aware of what we were doing and what the, what the end goal was. Andre, are you visually impaired? No, I am not. Okay. I, and Don, you said you were blind, correct? I'm absolutely legally blind, but, uh, you know, again, with the help of David and the entire team over at Bosma, I'm extremely comfortable being able to navigate and call the data that I need for my day-to-day -day operations now. And that was just a result of their assistance with some customization and really giving us a user-friendly environment to operate in. So, yeah, I just wanted to know about your experience of so me, myself, as a blind user of Salesforce as well. How was it? your experiences and have you ever used a CRM such as Salesforce before? Yeah, so for me, I, I had lived uh, in the Blackboard era in most of my prior work. So I understood CRM navigation to some extent, uh, never at the level that we inherited to Andrea's earlier point. It was overwhelming to begin to try to make heads or tails out of anything that we were dealing with. And then to kind of compound our issue you know, the migrations were not just dealing with donor data for our nonprofit, but it was also our entire membership system. So then when you begin to try to, you know, pull member relevant data for me to be able to communicate effectively as the executive director with that constituency, let alone, you know, the donors for appeals, there were so many moving pieces. And, and over time, uh, with the project uh, as it continued to unfold, there were regular meetings. Jason and David and the team did a phenomenal job of briefing us each step of the way, helping us to understand what was being addressed, why it was being addressed, you know, how it would help us going forward. And then Andrea being on lead would take the additional time to really mentor the rest of our staff and understanding what we were dealing with now as we went forward. So the, the entire process has been phenomenal and I'm quite comfortable in the system right now, nowhere near to the level of Andrea, nor would I ever attempt to be, but I can get in, I can obtain the information that I need. I can analyze our data to make really good leadership decisions on what we're doing with donor engagement and uh, what we're working on, on really reconfiguring our organization now based on our member data and statistics nationally. Cool. That's great. That's great. So, uh, Jason, I want to go back to you. So, how was uh, partnering with partnering with uh, GoodWorks IT Consulting good for a company's you know business and society as a whole? Yeah, no. Partnering with GoodWorks uh, IT Consulting is you know not only good for you. Uh, 
or your business, but also the community partnering with Good Works. You know, it's helping fight that uh, 70% unemployment rate because uh, what we're using is uh, staff that we have in-house uh, and training training them up. Uh, there's, you know, what what we've seen is we, we want to basically provide someone uh, with that next level of skills. Um, and then the IT industry is one of those things that's going to give upward mobility, uh, higher paying jobs and things like that. So what we kind of introduced the whole consulting is to train up some of these people that are blind or visually impaired to help them kind of better themselves uh, as far as pay and, you know, just lifestyles in general um, and just different opportunities versus like, um, you know, an assembly line or, you know, production. There's nothing wrong with those jobs, but it's not necessarily for everyone. Yeah, I know because at Bob we do offer a Salesforce administrative training course. Correct. And uh, Salesforce right now is one of the, you know, highest paying jobs and it's very accessible. So, you know, could you elaborate on that? And, um, you know, our internships and how they are being utilized at Bosman Enterprises, you know, to help us with some of our day-to-day needs? Yeah, so we're, we're doing, uh, two, we do two inter- internships a year. Uh, so we do a 20-week uh, internship twice a year um, to where we can get somebody from the class. And basically what we do is, we, we let them know uh, from that class that, you know, they could possibly get an internship and we treat it just like we would any other job interview. Any of them that want to apply for the internship, uh, we bring them on, we bring them in front of our entire staff or my entire staff and interview for the job just like it was a full-time position. Uh, once they're on, um, you know, we bring them in, they're not treated any differently than anyone else on the team. They're they're doing weekly one-on-ones. They're doing department meetings. They have their set schedule of things that they have to get accomplished. Um, and even though they're interns, um, we, we don't necessarily treat them like that. So it's not like, hey, you're just going to go get me coffee. What we're trying to do is just give them something to where they can actually have a very meaningful time why they're with us um, and help them try to gain you know, that meaningful employment afterwards. Um, so, so far we've had two different interns and both of those, uh, have been able to, you know, find employment after, uh, leaving Bosma, you know, as an intern. Uh, and you know, a lot of that's, you know, my team kind of pulling together all their resources and believing in those individuals to say, you know what, Hey, we really will help you out and do anything and everything that we can, uh, you know, and throw your contacts out there, pass your resumes around, uh, David and I both do, um, you know, letters of recommendation for both of them. So they, you know, or uh, for them uh, that they have, um, you know, it's coming from necessarily a peer, but it's also coming from an executive level. Um, and, and I think we're just arming them with anything that we can to help them get that gaining full uh, employment. Yeah, because technology is actually helping, you know, create more opportunities and with the assistance of the screen readers like JAWS and uh, Zoom text and things like that. I mean, jobs are becoming more and more accessible every day. So that's great. Uh, I want to talk to you about BlindSquare. And uh, I know that's another component of you guys is a uh, good works IT consulting. You guys are actually certified BlindSquare installers. Talk to me about BlindSquare and what BlindSquare is and how it helps a person who is blind travel independently. Yeah, no, that's that's perfect. So yeah, like you said, we are a certified uh, implementer and installer uh, and a reseller of the products. So you can actually, uh, we can 
bid the bid it out, uh, send it, send you guys a quote. Um, you know, price everything from you know start to finish, doing the install training to your end users. Uh, but what the system is, it's a beacon technology. Um, so you have beacons around your uh, in indoor building, um, and it's uh, you're using the beacon positioning system, and it's a, a free app on the iOS uh, platform, and it's Blind Square Event. Once you're in in our facility, uh, it will actually Bluetooth, your phone will Bluetooth to those beacons and it can kind of give you uh, your orientation mobility in our facility. So it's not actual GPS locations, but it's pretty close for what you can do inside. Uh, GPS only works outdoor. Uh, so that's why you're using the beacons to be able to, you know, go in there. Uh, we've got in our facility, we've got roughly 60 beacons. Um, You've got those beacons that will, you know, as you're walking down the hall, it's telling you the restroom's on your right. And when you actually get right next to the restroom, you'll hear a flushing toilet sound from the app uh, to let you know that. <laughs> yeah. So, so you, you know that you're actually getting there. If somebody was to wander in our warehouse, we've got uh, movable beacons on our fork trucks um, and you'll hear, uh, you know, fork truck 12 is approaching or, and then it'll kind of have like a small horn. Um, you have different gestures on the phone to where you can shake for more information. Um, so if you're entering our bistro uh, in our facility, it will tell you, you know, hey, shake for more information. And if you're in the bistro, you can shake your phone and it will actually read to you, uh, you know, what the daily specials are. Right. Um, some of that technology also comes with uh, QR codes. And we're, we're a huge uh, fan of the QR codes because you can bunch in uh, a ton of information all on a small QR code. Uh, but with the app itself, you can actually scan that QR code. And so we've got our full menu in the bistro on a QR code. Um, all of our offices are all labeled with QR codes uh, that you can scan with the app uh, from five to six feet away. Um, and it gives our name, our title, um, and you can actually program, program that to where it's your own wave file uh, with your actual voice saying it. One of the things that we've done even further was uh, kind of the blind lottery is the vending machine. Uh, sometimes you put in money and you never know what you're getting. Uh, so what we did was QR coded our vending machines and then worked with our vending company to say, hey, we need to know what's in the vending machine. So A1 is going to be a snicker bar. And so if you scan that QR code on our vending machine, you can scan it and it will read to you uh, with the, you know, the voiceover turned on, A1 is a dollar and it's a snicker bar. Uh, A2 is a Milky Way and it's a dollar. Uh, gives you the layout of, uh, you know, the keypad. Uh, we've actually QR coded restrooms uh, to where inside the restrooms, it, and you can actually scan the QR code and it will actually give you the complete orientation and layout of that restroom, where the hand dryers are, how many toilets or urinals that are in there. Um, is it, uh, you know, paper towels, is it hand dryer, uh, soap dispensers and kind of working with our rehab group and the, o, uh, the O&M group and understanding what that technology and that terminology is and kind of relaying it to what this app is actually going to tell you. Yeah. I mean, being and able then, to pull out your phone, Jason, is a wonderful yeah. tool because I mean, I mean, yeah, I've got lost in the building when I first got there. So having blind square, that's having my pocket and like, okay. I can readjust myself and realign myself and get back on track. 
Absolutely. Because somebody yeah. might not be there in that corner or something. So correct. You know, yeah. And then the last, and then the last piece of that, Ray, and not, you know, is the uh, the CLS points. It's the custom uh, customized location service, and that's for outdoor uh, use. Uh, so we've actually done this the blind square install at the Indiana School for the Blind, and they have a 68-acre campus, and we've actually labeled pretty much that whole campus outdoor and some of the indoor buildings themselves. So uh, it's you're using actual GPS location, and you know exactly where you are, and it's reading to you just like it would be on a beacon on, on the outside without having that beacon there. Uh, yeah, hopefully we can get more businesses right here in Central Indiana to jump on board. Definitely like, you know, some government buildings and things like that so we can navigate, you know, independently. Right. Yeah, so cool, cool. So how can a uh, company get in contact with our Good Works IT Consulting if they want to uh, get some work done at their organization? Yeah, for sure. So you can uh, email me directly at jasonb at bosma.org or you can get a hold of us on uh, the Basically, the business email is the gwconsulting at bosma.org, or you can visit us on the website at www.bosma.org, and then buy from us, and then you'll see the GoodWorks IT Consulting in there. Um, willing to talk to anybody about any opportunity, uh, quotes for anything like that. We're, we're just eager to help uh, other organizations out. Cool. Sounds like a plan. Well, I want to thank Don, Andrea. Um, all you guys and Jason and David for coming on the podcast and letting us know about our good works IT consulting and telling us more about the Blinded Veterans Association and how you guys are helping our blinded veterans, you know, re get reacclimated, you know, out here. So once again, thank you guys for all the work that you guys have been doing. And if you guys want more information, please visit Bosma.org and make sure you're subscribed on all our social media channels where you can find all this great information and definitely subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and on SoundCloud. And uh, once again, I thank you guys and I'll talk to you next week.